This episode of Poetic Properties with Complex is brought to you by Infinitely Complex Production and sponsorship with Peacefully Flawed Apparel, where we believe that no matter the darkness, we have the opportunity and ability to get to the light. Thank you for tuning in to the Poetic Property Podcast. I am your host, Complex the Poet, father, author, and entrepreneur. Man, oh man, man, man. Um, We got a lot of catching up to do. It's been so much going on, um, but I'm going to pace myself with everything that's been going on. Uh, This last few weeks have been very hectic and uh, detrimental to my mental health. Um, I've been stressing just in general, just um, over growing the business, over, um, you know, my kids getting older, me uh, trying to shift into uh, working out or exercising again, um, things that work. And it was getting the best of me just uh, like to the point to where I was grinding my teeth so much, my uh, jaw locked in. I'm at end up pinching a nerve, and that's why you know I had to take a, a medical leave from the pod because I could barely really uh, speak clearly and or um, like open my mouth wide wide enough to be able to to speak. So I didn't want to risk it. Um, you guys know how I feel about missing the pods. It really is. Um, it's really important to me to be able to have this platform to speak to you all. And be that partner in crime that you know is dealing with the the same things that you're you're dealing with, and willing to open up about it. But I couldn't. I'm not even gonna hold you. Like um, there's still some pain in uh, in my mouth, and there's still a little bit of swelling. But it went down enough for me to be able to speak, um, and it just be a, a discomfort thing, and not um, so much as a pain thing, but I don't know, like, I want to say after episode 69, like a few days later, a few days later, like, I opened my mouth, and I remember, like, I had felt a click, and I was like, crap, like, because I knew, uh, I I felt that before, uh, and the same exact thing happened, it just didn't, it, it wasn't as long, it was maybe a few days, but, like, the swelling finally went down and I was able to speak, speak like without, without pain, like maybe, um, last weekend, um, I ended up having to take a few, I ended up having to take a few days off work too, because, um, they kept me training still, even after I was like, yo, like I can't do it. So they switched it over from uh, me being a verb, like verbally having to train to, you know, now I'm the one just watching and, um, and giving notes. So I was just like, nah. I was like, nah, I can't. Like, I don't know how to explain it. But when I'm when I'm injured um, and or going through mental stuff, anything like creates a trigger outside of me being by myself doing um, what I'm supposed to be doing. So I'm like, it's still stressful that I have to sit and watch. And then like it was just it was stuff messed up with payroll like it was it was crazy and i was just trying to maneuver my way through it because of everything that had that was already going on like i like the 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 level of pain that i was in 
where my mouth, like, it triggers some emotional stuff. Because when I feel restricted from anything that I'm supposed to do, parenting, work, the business, anything like that, that gets to me because I'm trying to get myself in a position to where all of the the pieces of the business are what I uh, am able to take care of the kids with. It's not so much the fame. It's not so much, um, I guess, notoriety uh, to the extent of, um, like, I'm not looking for this humongous NBC type whatever. Um, I just want to be able to to use this platform the apparel, the poetry to be able to take care of the kids and uh, put them through college without having to kind of really work in corporate America per se. And so when I'm when I'm physically down and I feel like I have to take days off and I feel like I have to take days off of the business, if I feel like um, or not feel like, but I'm having to take days off on the pot, it's frustrating. I'm slowly learning how to um focus elsewhere so because i couldn't speak i was thinking about things uh i could do for the for peacefully flawed um i got some samples in uh some items that i like uh, sold a few things uh made a jeans like i just was trying to keep busy while i was physically down and it just had me thinking a, a, a lot about this journey that I'm trying to maneuver through and how, how sensitive it is, right? I don't know how, how people deal with, with grief, but for me, it's been a strong, it's been a strong three, maybe four years of death. And I don't mean celebrity, I mean like family, um, whether it's friends, of, uh, uh, whether it's siblings of friends that I grew up with, cousins, aunts, uncles, my own child. And each time you think that you're you're at a place to where you could kind of figure it out for yourself and figure out how you want to maneuver through it. Something else happens. Uh, for me, I, I, I'm learning that, um, life goes on, uh, uh, for everybody else, even in the midst of your tragedy and your hurt. And that's one of my main goals is to be able to maneuver through life with that understanding and not expect, not expect any type of comfort from anyone. That way, if it comes, it's appreciated, but I'm not expecting it because when you, when you are expecting stuff, uh, especially when, um, when your mind is as fragile as mine is right now, uh, still, I'm just still trying to process my, like, I have two kids that's supposed to be here. They're not right. There's other things that go on, uh, that, that, that go on outside of, of that. But that's right now. That's the main thing that I think about daily. I think about that. Like, I don't care how many people is, are able to comprehend it or not. I don't even care if people understand it, 
But I struggle with that daily. Right? One of my daughters I'll never see again. I'll never see her again. And when you when you compound that level of grief and depression um, and you're the protector that I am and you are the parent that I am. And then you add on top of that, you know, uh, things going on with the business, frustrations at work, um, dealing with the kids and having girlfriends and not having girlfriends. I threw junior uh, uh, all white party um that was that was stressful in itself because of my anxiety level, but I pulled through it. Uh, shout out to my boy Mac. He came through, make sure that you know he he brought my nephew, made sure that you know I did what I was supposed to do. Um, but just all of that compounded on on everything, and it's like I don't really have time. And I know I talk about uh, uh, being selfish properly, but. A lot of times you can't be right, especially when it when it's in results to, you know, your kids like I got to be present. I got to be present for the kids that's here. I got to protect. I got to protect them. I got to uh, make sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do at work, not getting fired. Or if I am getting fired and or attempting to quit, that I have something that is going to bring income in and make sure that they good. And dealing with all of that, it just it it takes a toll, especially when you when 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 you feel by yourself. And what I mean by by myself is it's, it's like I'm not a lonely person. I'm not a lonely person at all. I keep telling you I choose isolation. Like there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with me as a result to the isolation, right? Um, I choose that because in that space, I don't have to worry about nobody. Like if the plan messes up, it messed up because I messed it up. If it's drama, it's drama because I created the drama. If there's any type of issue, it's the issue because I created the issue. When you start allowing people into your space um, and you're not sure of the idea, you're not sure of the action. And, and even if you are, you give room for other people to offer input. And um, myself included, when you are giving input and or advice, you are giving it from your perspective. But there is a thing about me because uh, that I started recognizing um, a while ago. My goal when I'm dealing with people is to make sure I see them. Not from my perspective, not from what I went through, but to be able to actually listen to them and I offer I offer what I can from what they're what they're putting out there, right? I'm never trying to I'm never trying to tell you how I would do it, if that makes sense. Like I got to I, I have to help you from from where you're going to understand. And a lot of people don't understand that with me. So that's why I I prefer um, I prefer what I prefer. Right. This week, a lot of that was challenged. A lot of it, uh, a lot of it was challenged. And I realized that. I have been struggling 
to be seen um, for years now. Not seen by outside people, not seen as in the podcast blowing up, not seen as in the pearl blowing up, the poetry blowing up. I mean, within my family, right? I said to you guys before, I hold my temper in because a lot of it is um, a lot of the responses is, oh, you, you, you're, you're just like your dad. Your attitude is just like your dad and stuff like that. So I've never really been able to feel what I want to feel right without it being a debate. Right. And that like that was challenged uh, last week. And then this whole week I just been sitting down and I really been thinking like, damn, like. I had to check myself because on one of the podcasts, uh, one of the the sessions that that I did on here, I made a point of saying, I can't, like, I can't hold you accountable for me knowing how you are and me staying. And so it hit me this week that I've been doing that. Like I've been doing it for so long that it has become like second nature. And I don't even realize because that's just the cycle of whatever. And you start figuring out like, oh, this is abuse. But because it's it, because of who who it is and how you're dealing, you don't take it as that. You just take it as all right, whatever. You on my nerves, yada yada, whatever. But I tell you guys all the time. I sit my butt down and I, I I pull my accountability from everything, from everything. If I said something, I'm gonna stand on that. It's not even a cocky thing. It's just that I felt that way. It ain't meant to hurt nobody's feelings. It's meant for me to to be able to express the feelings that I feel. And you go, you you take it how you take it. Just like when people say certain things and do certain things to me, I take it how I take it. The 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 difference is, is that people wild out when you you recognize the abuse and you remove yourself, right? I don't, I, when I tell y'all, I don't argue. I don't, I don't do none of that. Like once I feel like it's altering me, it's done. It's done. And I keep saying that on, on this podcast. So you guys can understand the severity of, of, of what that means and how you, how you have to protect yourself, um, in all things. This week, I recognized that I've been trying to get seen for for no reason. In the midst of me trying to get seen, I've been getting abused the whole time, whether intentionally or not. And so I had to come to the realization that, damn, like. I did that. I did that. I should have been said something. I should have been removed myself, but you start, you get that feeling of, dang, am I tripping? Because you're not taught to think about yourself. You feel like you're wilding out for standing up for yourself and you have come up in a, in an environment that is arguments and, and everybody just argues and then act like nothing happened. And then you just move on. I can't live like that. 
especially now that I have recognized it, it's different when you are for real oblivious to to really what's going on around you, right? It's different. It's like, uh, I'm tripping, whatever, whatever. And we go, we we all go through that. We all go through that. Like, we don't really realize, like, kind of what's happening. We're just moving along because, you know, we're in school, we're in work, we have kids, kids growing up, we got recitals, we got uh, losing teeth, we got babies growing, first steps, learning how to cook, learning how to, we got all that stuff. And so nobody ever stops and really has real, real time, like, like family checkups, conversations. Nobody wants to have the hard thing. Everybody, like if, if you hurt and you mention it, then everybody's like, well, that's not what I meant and this, that, and the other. And it's just like, I'm not asking you what you meant. I'm telling you, like, this is this is what it did to me, right? And I've always been the one on the side to understand what everything did to somebody else. And I just keep pushing and that's a me thing because that's trauma from when I was when I was little. So all of that in the last three weeks, it just been eating and eating and eating. It's just like, like, yo, I keep allowing people to slap me and then forgetting about it or, or suppressing it and saying whatever. Right. And I got on myself heavy. You over here on this podcast telling these people to to protect themselves and 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 make sure that they are uh, uh, sane as possible. They are fighting their fight. They are standing up and this, that, and the other. And you you over here allowing the world to come against you, but you staying. But you staying. And I I. I I had to take some notes, not for the podcast, but for me on like to really make sure that I wasn't bugging. And it sucks. That's something that I feel that sucks about me because I am overly forgiven. Overly in every situation, everybody that I deal with, I am overly forgiving and it's never reciprocated. I am overly understanding and I move in a way that I make sure I'm thinking about everybody's feelings before I think about my own. Because for me, I'm good with isolation. I'm good being by myself. It's not a it's not a wall. It's not a front. It's not anything because it's not when I isolate It's never isolating from anger. It's It's never that. Like when I was younger, I used to be like, man, fuck this, fuck that. I don't care about this. I don't care about like and the entire time I care so much. I'll be 40 in November. And and for me. I said on Twitter the other day that like for the first time, I feel like I'm moving in a in like I, I, I'm in the pocket now. Like I found my groove of who I am. Right. And not who I am, who I am as an artist or a creative, but just in general, like who I am. Right. And. Who I am is is not who I've been. Who I've been was somebody who who 
grew up with the idea of respect elders because they're elders. Who I've been has been. Don't shake the boat, even though they shaking it, you still you stand still when you don't participate in that. Even if you get hurt, just stand there. Who I was was or who I had who 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 I had been was a person of of silence in the face of abuse. Again, intentional or unintentionally. And these are spaces that I I don't belong in. Y'all know I have a thing about being in spaces that I don't belong in. And when I'm in those spaces, I do what I can to get out of those spaces. And so I was challenged, like I'm telling you, like it was it was this was. Beyond. Beyond what I have been going through myself. Right. And it's this, it's it, y'all know what it is. I I still cry and, and I miss my baby. That stops everything. My son just had a I said my son just had a party last week. I had to be present, but I know my daughters are missing. I know one of my daughters will never see her brother turn uh would never see her brothers or her sister have a birthday. So birthdays, holidays, all, like school recitals, me seeing stuff on on social media with 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 fathers and daughters like I'll never get that with my baby. But I calibrate my emotions and I calibrate my thoughts on that when I have to interact with people. But people don't do the same. And that's what creates the struggle. I don't expect anybody to walk on eggshells. I don't I don't expect anybody to um, change what they are willing to talk about and stuff like that. But at, at like the person that I am with my friends, with my folks is that. I'm going to be respectful of that. And my conversation is going to reflect that. How I treat you is going to reflect that. And I noticed that that hasn't been reciprocated. And so it created this whirlwind of stress within me. Like I said, like my mouth was tore up. It still hurt to a certain extent. Um, It's been crazy hard to... Uh, fall asleep and 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 stay asleep. Excuse me. And stay asleep. Couldn't. I like I've been trying to realign. And I like I say, I do my meditations. I, I play my you know my music. I do my frequencies. Um, I try to get you know my my eight D sounds in just to 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 realign. And I couldn't. And I believe I couldn't because it was the inner part of me letting me know you are allowing the universe and people around you to make you feel like you are wrong for protecting you. 
you are allowing people to make you feel bad for the way that you protect your children. And the fight in you is that void that I talk about. That void of. Is somebody saying this? Is somebody telling this lie about me or somebody telling something about me from their perspective without any understanding? And is that why it seems like like it is what it is? Like I've gone through like from from like I've gone through harsh situation from from situation to situation. Right. Every phase of my life, there's been some form of chaos that has uh, been a part. And. A lot of it is just being in spaces that you don't belong. A lot of it is is the overflow of chaos that that you've endured. Right. People don't like. You don't realize how traumatized you really are until you start having to deal with those situations head on and you get into those 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 spaces to where it's like you've been holding all this in. You've been holding it all in your entire like I like I said I'll be 40. I'll be 40 in November. And there's so much stuff that happens from from the time that I was a young adult until now that I've just allowed to continue for for the sake of I don't got time to argue with nobody. Right. But realistically, I don't have time to argue with nobody because I'm not a tough guy. I like I don't want to I don't ever want to come off as, uh, as a tough guy. That's just not who I am. But what I am is I'm a defender. And I'm willing to take it wherever you want to take it. If it's in defense, I'll never start it. I'll never start it. But I but I'm a defender and my attitude goes, it gets very extreme very quickly when it comes to protecting stuff. Because of that, I just sit. And there's a lot of things that get said about me. There's a lot of perceptions about me. And there's all these things out there that I'm I'm the drama. But I literally, I don't be saying nothing. I don't say anything. This podcast is the most I talk about certain stuff. Like, honestly. But I do it because I know it's people out there that need to hear the honesty of a situation. They need to, like, y'all don't hear me blaming nobody. My mind is my my mind is messed up right now, right? I'm depressed, regular anxiety, social anxiety, whatever. Um I pull my accountability. I know what I know what has been done to me. I know what I've done and stuff like that. And yet y'all still don't hear me blaming nobody. Because it's about accountability, right? It's about making sure that um you know your truth and you know your purpose and you know your actions and you hold yourself accountable. And a lot of people, a lot of people can't do that. 
that's triggering to a lot of people. Why? Because we grew up in in we grew up in this this fantasy world of everybody done something to me. Right. The reason why I don't like whatever, I, I'm not going to blame you because. Then yo, you're playing victim. You had to have done something like there's nobody in the world that believe that people are just shitheads and do stuff mean to you. And a lot of stuff happens that way because a lot of people don't defend themselves. And when I love someone genuinely, whether it's family, romantic, uh, friend, love, whatever it is, my mind doesn't say put up defense. My mind doesn't say prepare for war. My mind doesn't say that. So when things start to happen and uh, uh, things start to kind of break down and friendships break apart and relationships break apart, it's like really weird to me when the negativity comes. Because I, I don't I don't do that. Like, I don't. I, I don't do that. So when I realized that this week, it really had me in a frenzy and it really made me realize that a lot of times that we, 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 we forget that the concept of family is not isolated to blood relatives. And it's okay if you have friends that are closer to you than family, right? Because sometimes it's those people that you have no idea where they came from that treat you better than anybody you've ever known in your life, blood or not. It's an imperative that you are able to recognize that and 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 give it an opportunity and not have it in your mind that you can't have close friends with 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 people that you didn't grow up with. I was a firm believer that I'm not ma- like, I'm not making no friends. There's no adult. Like when everybody, when everybody dissed me and left, um, after the, the, the divorce. And then the, when I was even at church for a long, when then people stopped talking to me, I was done. Like mentally I was over friendships. Like I said, I got my boy Mac, like I'm good with that. I joined a random group chat and I'm close with some of them people more than people that I grew up with. You know, we, we, we check on each other. Like they, like they're more understanding than people who, who I grew up with. Right. But again, we can't be we can't be afraid of that. We can't let people. Oh well, you know, like that bugs people out when you have a friend that you are super duper close with more than any more than anybody else. Um, and people who you know you have friends who respect your boundaries and and it's not a debate about your feeling. You all right? Feel how you feel, but all right, cool. You are you like you are are you fully expressed in that? And it's 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 important to have that. 
And that's why, uh, like, it's important to have that. And that's, that's again, one of the reasons why I always, always open up my DMs and or, you know, YouTube, the comment at Poetic Properties on Twitter, Poetic Property Podcast on IG, um, also Poetic Properties Podcast on Good Pods. Leave a review, leave a comment, whatever. So that we can have these type of discussions so that, you know, you can feel free. You can have somebody that's just going to listen and, and accept how you feel. And believe in how you feel. Like I'm at this I'm at this place where where uh, uh, I realize that um, your body is is a is a dam, right? Like a water dam. Um, and. Let me read this. A dam is a barrier that stops or restricts the flow of surface water or underground streams. Reservoirs created by dams not only suppress floods, but also provide water for activities such as irrigation and human consumption, etc. We all internally um, have a dam that helps us regulate. Our emotions, our thoughts, our energy is the water, right? No matter what, the dam needs maintenance because there's going to be Weather storms that's going to move that water. Uh, there's going to be altercations, which, you know, the, the you know, the ripples of things falling in into the water, um, the, the 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 water, the water engines or the water turbines to however you say it, that they you uh, the water to create are used to create um energy you know with the water so it's so much stuff going on and we have those same things going on inside of us as human beings right and we continue to to year after year we 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 fill up that reservoir and it's both good things and it's bad things but we continue to fill it up and as you get older and you start interacting with people um you 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 get you, you get issues right you 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 get a crack in the wall because you, you broke up with somebody. Um, um, but then you, you find love again. So you, you patch that up, but life is still going on and, and, and water is still, you know, filling up that reservoir, but we're not fully maintaining. We're just moving on and we're just patching. And we're filling ourselves up and we're moving on and we're just patching. Right. There is an extreme high level of obstacles that come across us that no level of patching will do. It takes a complete shutdown and complete repair to be able to deal with it. And none of us do that until later in life. Because we aren't taught to do that. 
We are taught to take the hit and keep going. We are taught to take the hurt and put it behind us because it's not that serious. Um, We have this idea seriously that what doesn't kill us make us stronger and it doesn't. That's that shit is dumb. Because while we are sitting here and we're acting like we're strong from uh, the physical standpoint, we are mentally going through it. We are fragile as a piece of China being dropped from a hundred story building on concrete. Being able to push through. It's not an achievement. You are going to force yourself to age both physically and mentally years before your time because you don't want or you you don't understand that you need to stop and heal. I give you guys an example all the time of me just patching and patching and patching every relationship. I'm 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 on to the next. I'm madly in love. I'm on to the next. I'm madly in love. I'm on to the next because I'm just patching it up. I love hard. I love very deep. And when you're young, you don't realize what that truly means. You don't know what soul ties are. You don't know what that what that connection really is. Like it like it's beyond I miss you and I'm about to be petty and I'm a search for you and I'm a I'm a play on your 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 social media page. I'm gonna do that. Like you don't know you don't know none of that. I've been an old soul forever. I love for real. But like I told you guys, it took this last previous uh, relationship that I was in to realize, like, I really loved that woman. Um, I ain't never felt like this. Like, I'm reaching for her. I'm reaching for her in, in my dreams. And that let me know that that piece of her spilled over to them because now it's out of control. Now that emotion is out of control. Now. Uh, she not here no more. We don't talk no more. We're not friends no more. Now that let me know. All right, I got to chill. And that's in that area of my life. The dam has it, it, it. There has been an overflow. And if you know anything about anything about dams, technically you don't want to overflow. Little by little, water is let out to do what it's supposed to do. But it's scheduled. It's when you know the tension is there. You know the reservoir is too high. You know that there's type of there there's some trauma. Um, and before that trauma gets too detailed, you want to release it a little bit. But if you miscalculate, not water begins to overflow, right? That means you 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 too late. That overflow is gonna cause some type of damage to that dam. It's important that we focus on the reservoir. It's important that we're not allowing people to pour their dirty water into our reservoir. It's important that we're not accepting just anything, that we're not just being cool with 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 anything and taking that because the 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 more the, the more it fills up, the heavier it gets. You've accounted for your for your pain, 
right? You, you've accounted for your relationship, whether it go good or go bad. You've accounted for, uh, your kids having good grades or not having good grades. You've accounted for the bills to, uh, uh, be paid on time or not be paid on time. Like you, you accounted for all of that for yourself, right? But we're taught to allow everybody to just dump on there. We're taught to just, hey, no, no problem. And then when, 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 when people say, are you okay? Yeah, I'm great. Great. How you doing? Fine. And you? For the last two years, three years, actually, when people ask me how I'm doing, I tell them how I'm doing. And it's it's it brings me so much joy to see how fast people walk away when you tell them how you really feel. I respect that more than the the fake. I want to know how you're doing. So if I'm struggling with with uh, uh, anxiety in the moment and you say I'm, I'm struggling this anxiety is tearing me up. If I'm in the moment of, of, of a fog that I can't control, depressed. Trying to make it through, though. But it is what it is. And you you see the people confused. Like they're not like, you're like, oh, well, uh, ho- hope it hope it gets better. Then they just walk away. Because the idea of someone really telling you how they feel, it scares you. Because, again, we're taught all these things to keep going. No, I'm not going to keep going. Fuck that. I need, I, I need to stop. I do. I need to stop. I need to reassess. I need to... Uh, get new supplies. I need to Google how to put those supplies together. I need to Google how to pe- like. No. I'm at the point that things are going over the dam now. I'm at the point that I had like like I seriously have to make hard decisions, meaning like, all right. If the boundaries are disrespected, you're done. Like it's this TikTok that say, you got to leave right now. And that's how I am. My bad. That's how I am. Not a tough thing. Not a, not a, not a tough thing. Not a mean thing. Just. If I put me in your hands as your as a friend, as um, as a friend, as a partner, as a sibling, as a child or meaning like your child. If I put me in your hands because I am making sure that I am uh looking out for you or respecting your your boundaries or respecting you and you are the one hurting me that leaves me with nothing. I'm a person of boundaries, right? I'm a person of, hey, I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel about whatever it is, but if the, the moment I feel like 
there is a negotiation that I, of, of me having to feel like you want me to feel I'm done. My guy DW, like he's he he's a great example of um what it is and what it ain't, right? Very very, very nonsense, uh very non nonsense type of person, right? Like it's 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 either it's gonna work or or it's not either you're gonna relax or you're gonna catch wreck or um or I'm I'm not gonna deal with you, right? And I and I'm that way to a certain extent, but I have a I have a, a slight gray area because I begin emotional. Like man, like they gonna wild out if I don't talk to them, right? But I'm looking at that, and it has shown me. It has allowed me to double down on my peace. Because it was something that I was already strong, uh, uh, strong-willed about. It was already something that, um, it was already something that I was uh, doing in my regular day. But I always had this little thing in the back of my mind that caused conflict within me: of am I bugging or not? Am I being am I am am I being too harsh and stuff like that? And I started realizing this week during my own mental health check. Like I said, I took notes not for the pod, but just for for me in general. And I started realizing that that's abuse. And that's why, uh, uh, that's why my damn that, like, that's why everything is going over the dam now, because I'm at a point now to where I realize, and it's too late. Like I said before, if you realize that there is that, 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 there's too much water pressure. You you realize that there's too much water in general. Uh, the the stream or the the flow of water is messed up. It's going too fast or even too slow. And you you realize that even a minute too late. Sometimes that's the difference between um, the whole dam breaking. And when the when when the dam breaks, we get everything, right? We get chaos we get unfiltered emotions we get raw energy we get passion we get all these things but it comes off um it comes off in a very unorganized way sometimes that is the only way that people will understand Sometimes you have to like because because I, I don't want the water going over the dam. Right. Because water going over the dam is meaning I'm allowing people to dump, dump, dump. Right. I am a person who, if needed. Let the dam break. Because I have to protect me. And if by protecting me, I have to set additional boundaries, if protecting me, I have to to remove myself from your disrespect that in your mind is not even disrespectful because you can do what you want to. And that's that's a very important thing that I think people need to understand. For me, I am aware that you can do exactly what you want to do. I have no control over it. It doesn't matter what 
you what I feel about you're doing to me. If you're hurting me, if you're going behind my back doing stuff, it doesn't matter what I feel about that. Right. Because you going to do what you going to do. I, I completely understand that. But there also has to be an understanding that you are going to do that without me. Right. Like people have to get that when people are 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 doing certain things, let them go ahead. But just let them under like not even let them know, but you just remove yourself. So now everybody is happy. Everybody is happy. You get to do what you want to do and disrespect my feelings and 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 go behind my back and do and say things or treat me as like like speak on me a certain you get to do that without me. You get to it like like you get to do that freely. And you start to realize how when you remove yourself, people start looking for you. Not because you're all super important, but because they have you no longer allow them to beat on you. You no longer allow them to use you as that person to get their shit off on. Whether you understand it or, or, or not, a lot of times uh, uh, people don't miss you. They miss what they get to do to you without a response. And so I've been very strict because of my because my mentor was so fragile. Because it's so fragile, I pull my accountability like I, I, I tell y'all. And my thing is. I'm just not going to deal with you. I don't want to hear why. I don't want to hear how. I don't want to hear none of that. You did it. I asked you to stop. You kept doing it. So deuces. Keep doing it without me. I don't have like I don't I don't need no knowledge of you disrespecting me. I don't need to see you do that. I don't need to 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 be on the phone with you while you disrespect my boundaries and 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 not care about my feelings or even attempt to I don't need to I don't need to be there. I've held so much back. I keep going through these depressive uh these depressive states. I keep going through these uh high anxiety states and the 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 constant is that I have to be cool and understand that people want me a part of them so that they can continue to abuse. And with that, I am able to say, all right, cool. I'm I'm good being with me or just me and my kids. I'm good right there in that space because I don't have that hold of. I don't have that old school mentality of families go through stuff and you just got to get over it or uh, you need to make your kids do this. I don't I don't have that. Like I've been I've been saying this all week. This is why this is why elders get sick and people don't know shit about the family. It's always somebody telling some somebody saying something on the deathbed. And it's like, what? Why you you could have said that 
40 years ago. You could have said that two weeks ago. You could have called us in the room to talk about that. But because of that, the damn is what it is. I'll be 40 and I'm just now over the past couple of years, just like, wait, nah, 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 nah. Don't quit, don't put that in my damn. I don't want that. Don't put that on my reservoir. I don't care. Tell whoever you want to tell. Get away from me. Like being the black sheep, being the uh, the, the black sheep of the family, um, like that's a negative thing, right? I don't know if that's all cultures or I don't even know where it came from, to be honest with you. So I don't even want to say it's a black thing, but I know that being the black sheep of the family, like it's just one of the one of the worst things that that can happen, right? I understand why the person who is considered the black sheep, I understand why they seem so happy now. Like I never understood it. Like, cause when you're little, you, 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 you just think that that's a bad aunt or bad uncle or bad cousin, yada, yada, whatever. Like you, you think that, but then as you start getting older and you're dealing with these same people and you start realizing nobody respect boundaries and everybody expects you to just get along and everybody just supposed to say, oh, you're family. And and no matter who hurts you, let them say sorry. And, and y'all be friends and stuff like that. The 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 apology that doesn't the apology doesn't guarantee the reconnection. The forgiveness doesn't it's not the bridge of reconnection. It's important that both sides, whether you are the abuser or the abused, understand what's what. When you are being abused intentionally or not, when people are dumping on you and people are disrespecting boundaries and people are overflowing your reservoir, it doesn't matter if they say sorry. It doesn't matter if they apologize. If you are at a point of, all right, bet, I, I accept that deuces. Don't let nobody make you feel bad. Also, if you are the person who was doing the hurt and doing that, you Go do that shit by yourself. You don't need to keep you don't need to keep doing that. Stop trying to connect to people to so you can have somebody to 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 punch down on. Being older don't make you wiser. Because clearly a lot of y'all not paying attention to the to the obstacles that that are being placed in front of you to even learn a lesson to teach. Being understanding and caring is one of the the most easiest things that you could possibly do. But everybody is out for self and everybody wants to be delusional about what they have or haven't done. And nobody wants to 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 go take a look and inspect their own damn. They rather just keep on pulling into somebody else and want somebody else to do the maintenance and want somebody else to do the repairs and want somebody else to do the patching. They want somebody else to do everything but be themselves. We are all giving the same sun and moon. 
but it's so many people that are so greedy and they're so selfish that they want yours. We get the same 24 hours and there's so many people that just want you to give so much more than they're willing to give. And they're going to get an attitude when you say no, whether it's work, when they ask you, you want to work overtime? Nah. All right. We need people to work. Nah. All right. Well, it's mandatory. Nah. You're going to get fired. Nah. When you're in a relationship and you're trying to tell your feelings and your partner, uh, instead of listening, they hijack your feelings and be like, well, you made me feel like this. I used to do that. In my mind, we talking about problems, so let's both talk about problems. But I learned uh, um, through therapy and through just communicating in general, no, nah, that's not my time. You you telling me that I'm doing something to you. It's not the time for me to tell you you're doing something to me. I need to figure out what you're talking about. I need to stay focused on that so that I can either say, hey, this is my interpretation of it or this isn't. But you I'm doing that to you. And my bad, if you leave, I, I can't stop you if it's that if it's that level. We talk to give everything first outwardly. We talk to care for everybody else outwardly. And every so often you get a you get a, a person oblivious as myself and feeling like the people who I let my guard down on wouldn't do these things. So I'm building a wall after the, I'm I'm trying to push them out and then build the wall at this point. Because in my mind, like, I don't I don't need no wall. Come on, come sit at my table. Like, let's eat. Let's talk. Let's do this. Let's do that. In the whole wow, it's like. It should have been arm distance. I'm a very emotional person. I'm very, I'm very, very. Uh, uh, as when it comes to that. I'm, it's, it's very high because it's been so low for so long. I've been dead on the inside for so long. Because I'm not understanding how I'm, 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 I'm working so hard. And this is this is for anybody who who feels like this. I've been dead for so long because when I say I've been working so hard to just be better, just to and when I mean by better, I mean like just a good person, a good man, a good partner, a good parent. Like I work so hard on that. Right. And I don't do it for compliments because there are certain things as a human being that um, use. That's just what it is. But when you go out of your way to give uh, a negativity about it, you damn right. I want to compliment. If you tear me down and you saying I'm this, you saying I'm not. And, and, and I know for a fact that that's not me and that's not what I've done. And that's not who I am or how I am. You damn right. You a good father. You held it down. You a hard worker. 
I tell them I work all the time. Nah, bro. I don't want no no half ass apology when you find out that I'm right and you're wrong. Because when I'm wrong, you on my ass immediately. You're threatening to write me up immediately. You're threatening to send me home immediately. But when you're wrong, it's like, yo. Even in relationships, you feel me? Even when it's stuff with your kids, your kids, you know, my kids are teenagers. They free to, to, to say what they want. Like they free to do what they want. And even them, it's like they, they say something and I'm like, nah, like I'm listening to them talk to each other and they're like, my bad. I'm like, no, 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 no. Just as hard as you was going and, and yelling and you did this, you better give a proper apology and, and, and mean it. And I don't even I don't even like like when I say that I tell them walk away from each other because you're only doing it because I'm telling you to do it. But you're going to show each other respect. You're going to. And. It shouldn't be after something like. All right. Prime example. Junior and well, they're all 18 months apart. All of the kids are. But junior and twin, um, they're high school. Right. And. Twin uh, uh, twin knows that. Junior love is art. But they get to arguing and he'll go in there and knock all his pencils down. He'll knock his canvases like he'll just go do stuff just like an annoying brother would. Right. But he'll be doing it only because he knows like that sends Junior from zero to three million and then they get to fight. And I'll be bro, what are you doing? Go fix it. And he's like, I was just playing with him like. You have to go back some episodes. I don't want to explain what's wrong with uh, with twin, but he'll just be serious. I don't. I was playing. Like no, you weren't. Like you went and sabotaged his entire studio. Um, you need to apologize. So he'll be like, "My bad." I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. You need to apologize, and until you, because you're wrong, um, until you have a proper apology, then you need to stay up in your room. I don't care." Because you apologizing because of the consequence, you might as well be like, man, I ain't apologizing and deal with whatever that is. And I noticed that in my life, I have to be so extreme in order for people to either apologize and or stop and understand, oh, he hurt for real. He hurt like like. Like, oh, this is serious. Like, not the time that he's saying, yo, y'all, like, this is this is bad. This is this is how I feel. Um, I'm hurt about that. Not none of that. He wasn't serious. But now the consequence is so extreme. Now the apology is here. And that's not how it works. That apology is invalid because it's it's only happening because of the consequence. 
if you sincerely, if it was a valid apology, you would have done it before the dam broke. Or, or you wouldn't have because you're not worried about how people feel about your actions towards them, meaning you're not even paying attention to what you are doing to people. And for me, that makes it worse. When I talk about isolating, I talk about it from 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 my from me. But. If I'm isolating and I'm not speaking to no one, I'm not texting, I'm not doing anything, I'm not emailing, I'm not on social media, I don't do subliminals, I'm an adult, like, how is there anything energy-wise, negative, going, like, towards me? I'm not talking to nobody. Right. And as we're going through these mental things that 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 we we go through and we are fighting, we are fighting this stuff is it we have to to start understanding when we need. A circle and when we truly need to to be by ourselves, we have to understand that the dam, it does take multiple workers. It does. It does. It takes a village. I agree. That's one thing that I agree with elders on is that it takes a village. However, you can't go into the next person's village with your own ideas. You either have to accept your part in the village for what it is or remove yourself from the village. It's simple as that. It's certain things that can be done to prevent any overflowing, any water over the dam. And that's simply people being honest. That's simply people being respectful. Especially with people that 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 and I, I I'm a firm believer that in, in a certain way we are all fighting against mental health because there is no way with everything that goes on. And I'm talking before pandemic, I'm talking about like before capital riots, I'm talking before uh, uh, social media, like. I am certain we are all going through a, a certain level of, of mental health disease, right? Some of our imbalances are higher and lower than each other. Some of us uh, require medicine. Some of us smoke weed. Some of us do whatever. But I'm certain that the way that life is and I got to be the first at everything and I got to be the best at everything and I have to be the leader at everything. Like you, you have those thoughts without the consideration of what it's doing to your mental and what it's doing to somebody else's mental. And you have to get out of your way. You have to remove your ego and, and understand that you are, you're the drama. You're the, you're the problem. It's difficult for me to network for my business because I feel like 
everybody is in competition to be number one. So the networking is phony. Right. So I got to keep doing what I'm doing and then hopefully, you know, it's going to get seen. It's difficult because that's trauma. That's trauma from experiences of attempting to network and then realizing. It's difficult trying to get in new relationships. Because even in relationship, it, it, it's what are you bringing to me? Not what can we build together? Not this is what I have. This is what I'm lacking. But what do what do you bring? Same with work. Me and my coworkers are responsible for bringing billions of dollars in. That's not reflected in our check. No matter how hard, no matter what overtime, no matter, it's not reflected. The, the, the percentage of what we bring in versus what we take home, it doesn't match. But that's how the world is built. And you have to figure out how to find your 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 place. And then also you have to etch out a little pocket for yourself and just stay in that groove. Because people are going to uh, attempt to paint you a certain way. They're going to attempt to uh, overflow your dam. They're going to they're going to attempt to distract you. They're going to they're going to continue and attempt to 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 distract you from what you have going on. So you can't care for that. So you can't get the therapy you need. So you can't have the conversations you need. The idea is to keep you busy enough so you don't focus on yourself. You focus on on them and how they want you to be and what they want you to be and what they see for you and what they want you to do and how you can help them and and, and, and their growth. And it's not a two way thing. You have a lot of people that consider themselves alpha and they are this is this and blah, blah, because I said so, yada, yada, whatever. And they stand on that. It's the weirdest thing. Like I said in a poem, I'm not pro anything but pro fuck with me and see. Because any extreme pro anything. It lacks balance and without balance, there is no understanding. So it's key that we have and keep some type of uh, uh, balance. We set boundaries um, uh, to keep that balance, to gain that balance. And if that means that certain people don't get to step in the yard, then that's what it is. It don't ma- it doesn't matter. I, I, I say this multiple times and, and I mean this. And I again, I don't know if it's because um, of the loneliness I feel without having my daughters that it transpires into me constantly thinking about my friend group as I was growing up, uh, my work friend group or just in general. Like, but I always think I always think um, even when I was church, my church friend group and I always think about. Someone lied on you. 
and no one even called to ask you if it was true. They just they completely just stopped talking. So it let me know that all of me that I'm giving people and being a good friend and being a good person and being a good partner, it don't mean anything because that's not what they're looking for. Now it's time to focus on my damn. They don't want to do that. Now I'm bringing up the the maintenance that I need. Now I'm bringing up the, the patches that I need now because I waited too long. They got used to just pouring water in my reservoir. They got used to me being able to go with the punches and go with the flow of things. They got used to a smooth current and me and no pushback. So to them, the pushback now is confusing. It's anger. It's 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 hate. It's malice. When in reality, it's me coming to the realization you've poured too much dirty water into my reservoir. And the water, my emotions, uh, my energy, my spirit is so convoluted now in order for me to make it fresh, the dam has to break. I'm so far gone that the water over the dam is it's it's affecting the the, the outside of the dam and it's making it weak because the tears it's making it weak because the lies. It's making it weak because the the uh, the lack of respect. It's making it weak. It's all that water damage on the outside where the water don't belong. It don't it don't it don't belong on the front side of the other dam. That side supposed to be dry. I got a little spot to 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 relieve. I have a pressure release valve that's right there. And all you had to do is listen a little bit. All you had to do was respect the boundaries. All you had to do was understand. This mental fight that I'm going through that we all go through, like. No one understands. And you shouldn't have to go into these detailed explanations. We adults, and I'm certain that we all have a certain level of analytic skills. We have a, a, a good perception rate. We, are, are, uh, we have uh, good listening. We have comprehension skills. There's a lot of things that go unsaid that we should just understand with people we love. And we have to make it normal to say to ourselves, this isn't working. I'm finding myself having to beg for boundaries. I'm finding myself having to beg for you to relax. I'm finding myself having, why, when I could be by myself? 
why when I, I don't I don't have to talk to you. It's not like for what? I'm saying I, I said all week like shelter and money does not give you the right to be disrespectful. And that was an overall thought. Um, it was a personal one, but it was the overall thought. And I started thinking about that. And I started thinking how many people are in the world suffering and, and allowing themselves to be abused in silence because someone has given them shelter or someone has uh, given them money or someone has uh, prepared food or fed them. And so in their mind, well, they do this for me. And so I have to I have to accept it. I have to accept it. No, that's not that's not life, because people have just just like people have free will to tell you uh, yes or no. You have free will to to you like you got to do what you got to do. If you expressing like if someone is helping you and you express your feelings to them and and it's. It's not in their favor, but it's respectful. And then they don't help you no more. They they were doing that. For attention, they were doing that to be able to say, I did this for you. Because unfortunately, there are there are going to be people that come across and say, I held all this water for you. I held all this for you. And I let you do this and I let you do that and I let you come here and go there and do this and do that. And the moment that you build your dam and is nice and clean and well maintained, that's when they're going to come and they're, well, I did it for you. Well, I did this for you. I did that for you. That is a form of abuse. People understand. I don't, that's why I don't ask nobody for anything. I don't ask anybody for anything. Like, and if I do, it's very, very, very seldom. And I and I do my best to to do whatever whatever. If you give me this, then this, I do my damnedest to do the this. Because I never want to be that person who has struggled and who has been hurt and who has been fighting, you know, this mental stuff, been fighting this this bad energy, been just fighting the stress overall and 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 right when I do well, someone comes in and say, I did that for you. If I didn't do that, then you wouldn't be here. And I'm not talking about creative wise, I'm talking about life wise. It's so much ego that people are going to people are going to attempt to break you and they're going to attempt to break you in a way that seems loving and seems caring. And because you feel the way that you feel about them is going to put you in a position of chaos. It's going to put you in a position of uncertainty because it's like, dang, 
I love them. Dang, that's my people. Them is my friends. And then it's going to be like, but I'm me. I'm me. I had to go through all this. I'm not just I'm not just waking up feeling like I hate people. I'm not just waking up feeling like uh, I don't like people. Beyond it being a mental thing for me, it's like, nah, I earned this isolation. I had to do what I had to do to get here. I had to to say the things that I had to say. I'd never say anything or try to do anything out of disrespect or or anger. I try to stick stick into a position to where I am able to speak my peace and be comfortable with that. It's too much stuff going on in the world for us to have to go through it. Just answer the door, bro. I'm in my last 13 minutes. Still be quiet as possible, though. Like, it's so much, it's so much that can change. It's so much that, um, that just listening, just understanding. Because the trauma of not listening cascades into a snowball of destruction. Our our dams are overflowing. They are filled to the brim, ready to explode. And because... No one wants to be the one to break the generational curse. It continues. We only talk about the addicts, the abusers, um, the prostitutes, um, the gamblers, when we're talking about breaking generational curses, we're not talking about. Then when I say abusers, I'm saying physical. We don't talk about the emotional abusers. We don't talk about the manipulators. We don't talk about the high, the the holier than thou. Like we don't talk about those curses that that come off uh, to society as positive. But it's eating people up. It's eating people up. We don't talk about that. I made a vow to myself and to my kids because they ask me certain things now that I can't defend. They ask me certain things that I have. I I, I can't. I don't have a good answer to. So certain things that I realize now start, it's time to start opening up that door of honest answers. And I'm and and if you know me 
and who I, who I am with my with my sons, you know that I tell them everything. We don't I don't make near move without them, whether it's relationship, whether it's a house, whether it's a job, whatever. Anything anything that I do in my life that affect my kids, we have a round table about it. Cuz it's going to affect them. Because I want them to grow up and I I don't want them to to have this pressure of they have to do everything uh, uh, like I did it. They have to they 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 have to treat their kids like I treat my kids. If they want to go back to like like I'm the one that I'm it ain't no kids place in my house. If it affect my kids, if it involves anything with my kids, there it's their place. And I live like that. A lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people, just because it's a generational thing, there's no explanation of why a kid has to stay in a kid's place. Nobody has ever given that uh, uh, explanation of that. It's because that's what we've been told. But for me, my kids, it's it their place. If, it, if it's going to change me mentally, physically, spiritually, uh, financially, location, uh, what, logistically, it's their business. So that's a cycle that I'm breaking. If they choose to go back to the old ways when they have kids, that's on them. But as for me and mine, this is how, this is how we roll. My dam has been filled up for too long with things that didn't belong. And there has been year after year of, of water going over the dam. Boundaries being crossed of uh, emotional damage, financial damage. Like it's just it's been so much that that has been going on and and in the realization that the dam has to break now. Like I have to allow it to break. Because as it breaks, I'm being free from abuse. I'm being free from manipulation. I'm being free from uh, fear. I'm being free from uh, what people think, what people say. I'm being free from all those as the dam breaks. I'm being free from all of that. And it's not easy. Because as each thing comes out, I have to I have to take my part. And a lot of times my part is being complicit and not speaking up for myself, uh, uh, not saying not saying things in general solely because that trauma of you just like your dad. And I'm starting to realize that's a lot. That's why I allow people to do me the way that they do me in relationships. That's why I allow people to do me in the way that they do me in friendships, uh, because that trauma. And I don't know how to get rid of that. But what I do know is all that water that went over the dam has damaged My outer wall. And now. The release. 
it's honest. The release, it's 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 passion. It's sharp. It's still respectful, but the release is needed because I got to rebuild my reservoir. I've been saying that I'm just trying to be the man that I say that I am. I never realized that and manifesting that it's going to take a lot of things to break down. It's going to take a lot of pain to get through. It's going to take a lot of uh, uh, understanding of things that happened to me in my life and the, the ways that people treat me, the ways that I have spoken to people or the things the, the things that I have said um, and how they were said. It sucks. I say this, you know, I said this before. It sucks that in life, pain is the thing that has to push you to the next level. It sucks. Like there's some type of adversity that has to push you in everything that you do, in everything that you do. It's always some level of pain or discomfort that forces you to get to the next level. That's just how life was was set up for whatever reason. But as a result to this dam and our emotions and, and our energy being stored safely within us, this, this love, this pain, this hate, this hurt being stored safely within us and, and, and the pressure release being, being managed properly and the proper maintenance being handled properly. We got to understand that we got to maintain it at all costs. It doesn't matter who comes that is good with concrete, uh, uh, who's good with rebar, who 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 good with uh, brick laying, who's good with water pumping, who's good with holding water, um, who's good with oiling the machine, the machine like none of that matters. You have to be able to maintain your dam. It's up to you to keep water on the proper side. But it's also up to you to understand sometimes you're not going to be able to maintain the reservoir no matter how hard you try. And there's two things that that you can do to keep it clean. You can set boundaries and demand the respect. And it be accepted as such. Or you can let the dam break and let the the. The the, the bricks fall where they fall. And isolate. I have no more energy for water, water over the dam. 
I'm at a point now to where the trauma is the hurt, the pain is too much for the dam. The dam is outdated. I'm trying to get to a whole nother part of the stream, the river, like what I'm trying to get to a whole nother part. And it's so much holding me back that don't, that shouldn't. But I fight with my mental of, am I handling this correctly? Am I moving how I'm supposed to be moving? That is important to me. And my and 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 my standards of what I'm trying to do, and whatever that that decision is, I have to be comfortable with. I have to understand that you either you either gonna choose violence. Or you going to choose peace. There's so much darkness out there. So much. And I tell y'all all the time and I mean it. I choose peace. So no matter the darkness, no matter the obstacles, no matter the mountains we have to climb. It's always light out there. Make sure you get to it. Yo, what's up? It's your boy Complex, the poet, father, author, and entrepreneur. I have a major announcement for you guys this week. Go to Google Play and your Apple Store, and you're going to look for Peacefully. P-C-F-L-L-Y. Peacefully Thought Apparel has our own app now. Go ahead, check it out download it there will be app only discounts on there i appreciate your support thus far as you guys know i do this with love no matter the darkness remember you have to get to the light peace